Good day, everyone, and welcome back into the closet with Ange Fitco and uh, Hefe. We're just kicking it tonight. What's up? We're on uh, SPP. Still. Stay put, people. I'm about tired of it. Um, I, whoa. Whoa. I'm a bit tired of it. Um, I, but what scares me is that... I'm afraid that we'll be taken off of it too quick, too soon. Too soon, too quick, too fat, whatever. Are you afraid of that at all? I think, yeah, I think as we've talked, definitely. Uh, I I don't want to, everybody just go back. I, I take that back. I want to go back to normal. Right. For a lot of reasons. There's several reasons I don't want to. But going back to normal too quickly I just worry that we it might get worse before it gets better. Right. I need the warm weather to come on. I hear the warm weather is going to help. But anyway, um, don't want to dwell on that. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. How about that? How about that? That's that. Right. Uh, she doesn't want to talk about it. I anymore. don't. I don't. Because I'm saying all the time, you keep moving the microphone further and further away from me. Am I being to... loud? Am I loud? I am loud. I am. Whoa. According to that, I am really loud. Um, anyway, we try to, when we do our podcast and we are doing our podcast with TikTok in the background, our TikTok live. So people are going to, uh, be able to, um, give us some things to talk about, but I like to, when I'm on podcasts and when I'm on the TikTok specifically, I like to keep things, um, light. I like to keep things fun and I don't want to dwell on what's going on in the world. This is not a podcast, nor is my TikTok a platform to talk about current events necessarily. I don't really want to. So let's move uh, on. And me, I'm here too. Um, I know, but this is my TikTok live. And <laughs> I know, but you keep saying it on my podcast. I'm just giving you a hard time. On our, golly, <laughs> you're so sensitive. On our podcast, I'm, I'm not sensitive. Right now. It's the, you're not? Mm-mm. Then why did you just call me out if you're not sensitive there? I told you why I like to give you a hard time. I like to give you a hard listen, time. Listen, listen. All right. Um, somebody asked us a question a couple minutes ago on the TikTok. What, and I like this question. It is, what's your favorite way to bring joy slash laughter to people? I like that question. Uh, hold on a minute. You're, hold on. What, what's this? Jeff, I don't do no, as good I'm, as you. No, I'm just curious because it's interesting me. I'm I don't very know interested. What it is. It's a doodle. <laughs> I, I I don't know. We were trying to come up with topics for the podcast tonight, and I started doodling. And I don't doodle like Jeff. Like Jeff doodles, and then he'll bring in the paper, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so good. You're like, oh, that was just doodles while I was on a conference call. I'm so jealous because it's so good. You know uh, what I mean? I, I thought this was interesting. I was trying. I like I like to see people's doodles because to me, doodles. <laughs> To me, I say because for me, this is what it is when I when I doodle and I don't draw anything specifically. I just sit there and mindlessly let my arm do whatever my and my hand do whatever my brain kind of guides it to do. Right. So it's like whenever I see doodles, I think that's someone's brain spilling Here's out into paper. I don't even know what that is, and it's not even like he's probably all rattled. Do doodles have no, to I'm be not symmetrical? No, no. Okay. Doodles, doodles are freelance, just crazy abstract. It's it's whatever you want it to be. I think that in my in my world, I agree too. Like I think a doodle is just like you said, just like it's not it's 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 
like you said, like your mind and your hand going. That reminds me of the Larry David episode. I don't know if everybody watches Larry David, but Jeff and I watched Larry David. There was an episode where they were doing like, I don't know, don't, don't quote me if you watch it and it's not exactly the right scenario, but I think they were a fundraiser or something like that. And they wanted to auction off Larry. They asked Larry David to do a doodle. And he said, I can't draw. And she said, you don't have to be able to draw. That's the point of a doodle. It's just a doodle. It's whatever you want to do. It's no big deal. Like, just doodle. And so he's like, all right. And so he did it. And at the auction or whatever it was, they had them all presented. And she was so mad because it did look like something a kindergartner would do. But it was his thing and she said don't make a big deal about it and he didn't he just did whatever and then it wasn't good enough for her and then when you saw the other doodles on the wall it was like professional art they were that was definitely yes like hours and hours and hours and days of working on these paintings and these drawings that were so meticulous it was just and he was going off in his way i love it he's like these aren't doodles. Yeah. And he's fighting with everybody about it. Larry David and, and I have kind of, and Jeff too, even have kind of the same sense of humor. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like a literal person and I find humor in Larry David because he's kind of like that too. And and, those, and the littlest things get on his nerves where most people are like, uh, why? And that's what people call me out on TikTok all the time. And even you, you're like, why are you letting this get get you riled up it just gets me riled up it just does that's just who i am you know what i'm saying i feel like that would be him like when people go in the out and out the in like well now you can't do that because they finally have you know barriers directed traffic because there's so many people in the store but it used to drive me crazy and i've talked about this before on our podcast that um when the door says in thank you and i'm going in and there's somebody coming out of the store and you look at me like I'm in your way, that bothers me and I want to say something about it. I get sometimes that. I do say something. Like little things like that. You know what I mean? I have little things too. You know this. Oh, I I'm do. I'm trying to think what happened recently. You're like, God, calm down. Like it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, I can't deal with it. This cannot, this should not be happening. Right. Just like one of our first episodes, it might have been the very first episode of our podcast when I talk about deli etiquette. Oh, Remember yes. that? It's yes. like deli etiquette. There's an etiquette in the deli when you order. You you step back from the counter. It's like at the at the gym when you when you anybody that goes to the gym and uses the freaking dumbbells, right? You know the guy. You know the guy. You know the guy that walks up to all the dumbbells and he does his curls oh, with his basically with the other basically close to him and he's curling. You're like, I need to get the twenties that your penis is on right now. <laughs> Could you please <laughs> slide to the left or the right? Because get your dumbbells and back up, bro. Right. Like, there are other people on this earth other than you. Well, and it's, it's, this goes along with it, too. Um, it's at the, at the store uh, when, okay, so you're going down the aisle. Well, now they have the aisles one way, which is a bunch of bull Nobody crap. pays attention. Nobody pays attention to it. We're all Nobody cares. Um, uh, I got sidetracked. Sorry. But when you're in the aisle of, just say, Walmart, okay, they're only so big, right? Enough for maybe two shopping carts side by side to get down. And then you've always got that lady. It always, seems to always be a lady. could be a man. That leaves their shopping cart in the middle of the aisle and then steps to the side to, like, pick out their cereal, right? So their cart's in the middle and they're over here. Take your cart with you. Take your cart with you. Because now I gotta stand here and wait for you to decide if you want Lucky Charms or if you want Rudy Pebbles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Sometimes I leave my cart 
at the end of the aisle. Yeah. Outside the aisle, but like you somewhere parked. It over. Right out of the way, right. so that I can just go to. Because when crowded, I, I don't like crowded aisles. I, I don't either, and you don't. You just and I don't want, want to contribute to the crowdedness with right. my cart. And then you have the people who are walking down like the main section of the thing, or, um, or like the mall, right? And you're walking behind them, and they see somebody they know coming the opposite way, and they just stop dead in the track. They don't even pay attention to who's behind them. Just boom, stop. And, anyway. it's, and a lot of times it's just to think about something. It's not even to look for something. That's what a guy did the other day, and I'm like right behind him. Right. I'm like, bro, what are you having a stroke standing up in the middle of an aisle? Like right. there's other people around here. Like pull over yeah. and let us through. Yeah, and then somebody said, don't forget to put your cart back in the cart rack. Exactly. Don't put it in a parking space. There's a cart return. Walk your lazy self to the cart return and put it in there. Eh. Oh, yes. Sometimes I park mine beside the car, like in the. It's like the, the where the four, where the lines come together and it makes a nice little an X. I thought that's what that was for. It was before they came out with X cart returns. Marks the spot. You just put it right on top of it. No, that was before they came up with cart returns because we're old enough to remember the days back when the grocery stores and the shopping centers didn't have cart returns and you did put your cart in that little X. I get it, but now that there's a place to go, two reasons. First of all, for the person who's getting ready to park there and the cart might roll a little bit. Second of all, for the person who works there and has to pick up all the carts. So, Listen, I'm just saying. I do it now. I've gotten really good at it lately. At what? You know, at putting the carts back into the cart thing. And the thing is, for me, I like to make a game of it. I like to push it and see how far I can be away from it and push it and it still makes it in. Right. Because there's a little danger there because you might hit the cars parked by the... I've seen somebody do that. ...by the spot. But here's the deal, everybody. When you go to the grocery store, you've got to know you're at danger and you're much higher risk because there's going to be a lot more traffic with carts going by your car if you decide to park beside the cart. That's my strategy, though. I always park beside the cart return if I can because then when I'm done with it, I just got to shoop right there. But I do understand that I do understand the danger. It's a fun game. Saying. It's a fun game. You know what though? You know what I discovered the other day that was really cool. I backed in a spot, right at Target. Which is stupid, by I, the way. When you're when you know you're going to have be putting groceries in the back. Let me finish. Yes, on most situations. But this situation, I discovered I got clever because I backed into a spot directly beside the cart return, right? So then when we went out, I was like, it's going to be hard to get to my trunk. Well, what I, you saw what I did, didn't you? I'm trying to remember. I pushed my cart. I pushed it all the way to the back of the cart return. and let, It was already in the cart return, and I popped my trunk, and I loaded the things from the cart there return into go. my trunk. That's what I'm talking about. You multitask. And and I killed two birds with... Killed wait, two wait, birds. wait, wait, wait. Fed... Wait, it's not kill two killed, birds. What is that one? What was Kill two one? birds with one stone. No, it was... Feed two, feed two birds with one scone. Was it that? Feed two birds with one scone. It might have been politically correct here on the on the in the closet. Yeah. That was another podcast we did about the the extreme liberals. I think upset about killing two birds with one stone. That was offensive, along with um, what was feeding feed, a dead horse. Feeding a dead feeding horse. A fed so horse. now we feed a fed horse. That's politically correct. And you um, feed, feed two, two birds, birds with, with one scone. scone. You don't beat anything and you don't kill anything. 
I it's guess a figure in of 2020, speech. we don't do metaphors or Well, that was back in 2019. That that was one of our first podcasts that we did. We 2018. Need to go. 18, jeez. We've been on the road for two years now, people. Jeez. Okay, back to this question, though. What is your favorite way to bring joy and laughter to people? Well, I think that Jeff and I, I'm going to speak for me, um, and I think he agrees, too. We, that's kind of why we get on TikTok Live every day. That's kind of why we do these podcasts is to be a positive part of someone's day if we can. You know what I mean? Um, Jeff loves to make people laugh. I like to make people laugh. He's a little bit better at it. But it... it no, we're both it, really good um, at it together. I think that's our favorite way is maybe through social media, doing it that way. Um, just being ourselves, sharing our stories with you, sharing our relationship with you, sharing our parenting do's and don'ts and mistakes Screw that we've done. And, yeah. and, you know, all that. I think that, I think that's probably how, what that would be like. Relating to people, letting people hear from other people uh-huh. that are in a relationship and have kids and have frustrations like carts not being in the cart return. And also, like she said at the beginning, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Like she said at the beginning, we like to do things that are positive. We do get serious sometimes. We get stupid. We say things that are offensive right? sometimes. Um, but we try to, the majority of the time, we try to keep things positive and enjoyable with our, with our, with our guests when they join us. Right. Um, however it might be. Because about two years ago, we started this podcast. And we just started, because I was a big podcast listener at the time. And I just told Angie, she was like, I was explaining to her how it worked and how easy it would be to do one. And she was, she, being a broadcast major, she was just, let's try it. Yeah. We didn't care if we had two listeners. We didn't care if we had 50 listeners. We just, let's do this. We'll ha- we'll document, like, all these conversations we have at night anyway. Right. You know? And so then we documented for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we've documented them for us later in life when we're in a nursing home and we have nothing to do. <laughs> We'll just listen to this. Hey, let's go back and listen to number 250 of our podcast. When yeah. We used to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with Jeff on all and that. And we get to have all our friends. You know, we have people on them, friends and people we've met. And, and we get we get to, we get to record those memories and and conversations. So it's, it's hopefully it brings some distraction or joy or curiosity i my mind is very curious i like to ask a lot of questions and yeah question things um uh, hi brooke we're doing a podcast what's up yeah. why are so, you mad which one what are you serious why tiktok took her video down i'm sorry the one that you did so well on that you're getting all those followers and likes yeah that's weird I don't know why they could. Did you violating community guidelines? I don't know how. What? I marked out everything bad that was in the messages, and I marked out everybody's name. Maybe it was toxic relationships or something. Yeah, but, Is that the one? Yeah, so like, I think people have been like getting beat and stuff. That's crazy. Very, very. Brooke posted. Brooke, it. Oh, that could have been. But he liked it. No, well, he, he might have. He might have. You got Brooke, screwed. You should have. Brooke uh, posted what? a video on TikTok about toxic well, relationships. Got your goal, but... So. It got taken down. From TikTok, I would block people like him. Um, thank you, Kristen. I really appreciate that. Um, and let's go with her next question. Her next, her next question was, "What's something that always makes you laugh?" 
Um, honestly, this guy, no, I'm not kidding. This guy makes me laugh more. I mean, like seriously, him and Brooke and my, all my kids really, but, um, he and Brooke have had this sense of humor that, that cracked me up. That makes me laugh. Um, I mean, I don't know what else. I, I know you might mean something a little bit more random and a little bit less obvious, but, um, I'll just be sitting around sometimes and think about things that he's done or he said or the kids and I'll just start laughing. You know what I mean? Like video um, she's shown on here, she'll just show me like some stupid video of me wearing a tube top running around the house yeah, singing something stupid and acting like neat. I'm like, I don't remember even doing that. What's something that makes you laugh, Jeff? What makes me laugh? Gosh, all the stupid things you do make me laugh. Like today I was laughing at you about something. I'm trying to All remember. the stupid things I do make you laugh. What did I do today? I don't even remember. I can't remember. remember. It's just the little quirky things you do that crack me up. So you make me laugh, but other things that make me laugh. I'm I'm I I things that make me laugh. I start laughing at stuff in public because I'm an observation guy. So I see a situation going on or something that nobody nobody will even know what I'm laughing at. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with an example. I mean, I'll be in a store and I'll see something and I'll, and, and the thing is it's stupid and it's, it's, what do they say? Sophomoric or it's childish. Like it's just, it's stupid. It's like you giggle at like Beavis and Butthead. You yeah. giggle at freaking <laughs> somebody that says some, you know, the way somebody's holding a banana. Yeah. I, we laugh at the similar things. Just thing. silly things. People that are mature would probably say you guys are immature, but I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm that's okay how I'm with gonna that make too. it. That's mm -hmm. how I'm gonna keep the stress down. Is laughing yeah. at people and things. Um. Okay. Uh, we had a question that says, "What motivates you to inspire others?" Quickly, I'll answer that one. Really, in my line of work, uh, doing what I do every day. Um, what motivates me to inspire others is that I've been in those places. I've been somebody who needs to lose weight. I've been somebody that needs to lose fat and I did it. And that motivates me to want to help others because I actually care. I actually can relate. I actually can, I actually know what to do to help you. And I, and that's, I think that's what motivates me is that I've been there, done that. I know it can be done and I really deep down want to help people. That's really what motivates me to push people. Um, it's very, it's very inspiring. Inspire people. It's, in, it's very inspiring and motivational for me to watch her and all the people that reach out that she's helped and they give her, you know, they, they come to her and say, you know, they talk to her about how, how glad they are they met her and how she's changed her life. It's, I'm in the insurance business. I don't change people's lives. She literally helps people get to a better place physically and mentally, which, it, which, for me is something when you ask that question for me, I don't feel like I've ever consciously thought, how could I inspire somebody? I don't know how I would or how I could, but I think the way, if I could say there's one way I want to inspire people or, or give people it's to be you, be yourself. And I've just started doing that. Um, and I, I you know, I, I told myself in 2020 I would be myself. That's why I'm on TikTok. Yeah. I told myself I would I would 
fight and I would not care what people think. I would not mm-hmm. be the guy who always has the please. It's very hard. It's very hard not to say yes to everything. Right. But I have gotten better at saying no to things. I've gotten better at... And so if I could inspire somebody, it's, it would be this guy that grew up and he was raised in a place that had a great home. But it was you always make everybody happy. You always look good. You always... Even when things aren't good, you pretend. Because, And I don't think it was from a bad place. I think it was, I would say my parents, it's from a pure, they're very optimistic. It's like everybody goes through these bad things. You got to, you got to just fake it till you make it. You got to get through it. Everything's going to be okay. So don't, don't, you know, Yeah. it's a different mindset. But my mindset now is be yourself, act like a fool sometimes. And I, if I, I mean, because everybody were, I mean, look at TikTok. Like literally, that was me. That's me. User ending in seven six six four four three two eight. That's me that won't post anything, that won't do anything. I'm the guy that's like just watching, having fun, laughing, which is fine. But I was the guy that might have been watching and doing it and wanting to cut right. loose a little bit, but right. never would because I was worried about what somebody that I don't even freaking know. Is going to say about me. Right. Right. So, well, and that's why today, I mean, on my noon live, some of you were on here. And for the podcast listeners, I do a fitness and nutrition live at noon every day and just try. We do a, we do a topic or whatever. And today's topic was we got off track. And this girl was saying how, um, I don't know if she's on here right now or not. Um, but this girl was saying how she felt uncomfortable with the gym because she's a bad sweater and she was sweating in certain areas of the lower body. And she was one asking me how to prevent that, which she really can't. But she said that some guys were started laughing at her one day and she left and never went back to the gym. And that made me mad. So I started kind of going off on it about you're going to find douchebags in the gym. You're going to find these meathead douchebags. Now, don't get me wrong. Not all meatheads are douchebags. Hmm. I promise you they're not. I know some amazing meatheads. But I also... <laughs> You can also be... That's hysterical. <laughs> That's a quote. That's going on a shirt. I've met some amazing meatheads. What I'm saying is that meatheads get a bad rap. They get a, this persona on them that they're all douchebags. And they're really not. I used to think that. I used to think that these big muscular guys were like, oh, he must be a douchebag. He's not. But a lot of them are. Well... And she said that's the kind of person that was laughing at her. So I started kind of going off a little bit. And I even apologized in advance to guys. I didn't mean to come off being mean to guys. I was trying to help her. And I did an impression. I did oh, an impression, no. you did an impression? Of how these a couple of these douchebags walk in our gym. An impression. I did I did an I did I did an impression. I can do it again. Oh, she did an impression. Of how they walk in. You want me to do it again? I can't wait. Well, Sarah on TikTok made me do it again. She said, will you please do that again? So here's how. Oh, I love these. <laughs> I haven't seen this, but I can only imagine. Here's how Here's how some of them, and these are the guys I'm talking about. They walk in the gym like this. Oh, oh, they've got, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Invis- uh. Invisible lat syndrome. Uh. Already, right? And so, so I started saying stuff like that, you know. Like, like gorilla. Like I started gorillas. talking about how they make a bunch of noise. Like I don't know if I'm if, if I'm at the gym or if I'm in the middle of a porno shoot. I was saying stuff like that. Like, are you birthing a baby? Did you just have a boy or a girl? So I'm kind of I'm just kind of like trying to make you're her rolling laugh. with it. You're on a roll, right? Right. Well, this yeah. guy gets on here. These like are ending in like seventy four or something, and he goes. Stop coming at the athletes, and I was like, "There's huh? one. They're definitely not athletes. Well, they are. I mean, it, weightlifters can not be athletes. really. 
anyway. That's a fun debate. We could continue with that. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, he starts coming at me. And then he's basically saying, he, he called her a crybaby, is what he called her, outright. He said, crybaby, you just need to get out of the gym. And I'm like, whoa. Well, that's not right. Whoa. So then I started going off. My whole point of saying this to answer the question about how, that stuff like that motivates me to want to be inspirational and to want to help people. Because she was the her. woman. Because I was, yeah, I was the one who was scared to go into the weight lifting. She wouldn't come in that with me. I didn't know what they were doing over there. There was these noises and they were grunting and. Now she loves it. And now I'm like, I get, I understand why. it, and I, okay, whatever. So, um, but yeah, he was just, he was a mess, man. He was a mess. Um, they're not athletes, so though. So we're not going to debate that. But um, they're just not. That, you don't, lifting something is not athletic. I mean, I kind of disagree. Lifting, no, athletic is when you're playing hoops or you're playing football or you're a, 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 coming a from a guy who says star, coming from a guy. Speaking of sweating, it's athleticism has skill to it. Lifting weights has to have skill. You have to have skill and form. Yeah, but meatheads are throwing up a bunch of weight because they got a huge gut and they they're strong. That's not an. I'm athlete, not necessarily bro. saying that's an athlete. I'm not really putting them in the in the category of being an athlete. Okay, he was though, and that's my point. Uh, yeah, you're not, was. buddy. You're not an athlete he because was. you're a. Well, I don't even know that he was a weightlifter. Lifter. He told me. He said. He said you don't even look like you lift weights, and he said, "I bet you can't even do a push up." Watch her TikTok a few days ago. Mm. She was crushing push ups. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. But anyway, so to answer your question, I think it was. I forget who asked that. Um, I think it was. Ear saver. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Okay, um, moving on. Let's let's shift gears all together. Um, well, Marcus on TikTok says is a weightlifter and athlete. We just talked about yeah, that. We just kinda, I don't, yeah, we just kind of yeah. Yeah, asking the question. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I, if you were on my noon live, I hope that didn't offend anybody. But I did go off like crazy. You don't have to worry about it. That's what I'm talking about. You don't. You get to share your opinion on things. It's your I know, but life. then there's a lot of people all the time saying, calm down. And I'm like, no. People I don't are telling you to calm, calm down. down. That's who's telling no, you? No, nobody, nobody necessarily during that time. But sometimes when I get on my rants and I get going, like everybody's like, calm down. You need to calm down. No, this is me. This is who I am. You know what I mean? So I got to let her ride I it get, out. I get fired up. She gets passionate. And, and the worst thing to do is tell me to calm down. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. that's just going to make me go harder. Chill out. Um, calm down. And Ugh. whatever you do. Well, I might even say that because then people are going to start doing don't, it like no, crazy. No, don't say that. Um, anyway, no. let's do a few more. Uh, let's do a few more questions. Okay. We can roll. All right. Um, this is good. We've been doing, See what happens when we go random and we have TikTok people to help us guide this thing through. I right. love it. It's a lot of fun. Somebody just asked me if I'm Italian. No, but I do kind of have like... <laughs> I do have this, this that Spitfire like uh, like normally I'm pretty even keeled and pretty. Ninety nine percent of the time she's like a sweetheart. Low, like you, can't, she doesn't get fired up like this much. But there's some hot buttons, and it usually has to do with protecting somebody or some premise. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, every time I can, it's it's she's always it's always about protecting a group of people or a person or. A philosophy about something that's that true. she knows she's that's true probably right on so um worst turn off on people let's go with that one i like that question the oh worst... i just had one that popped in my head oh what for, is it for you oh i know mine 
but you probably, I don't know, maybe that I want to hear yours because I, I, I mean, immediately I go, okay, that's it. Um, and, and this may offend people, but it's just my ah, preference. We might be right on the same page. This is just my preference. And if you do this, I don't mean it to offend you at all. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I really, honestly, 100% do not mean to offend anybody I know you right so now. Well. But you ask the question, what is my biggest turnoff when it, to another person? And it's when they when they chew. Bingo. And spit. Bingo. I don't know what it is. It drives her crazy. I understand that it's an addiction. I understand you might like it and enjoy it. But to me, it's a big turnoff. Well, it, that's fair. It, it is. It's a big turnoff. They're, they're allowed to like it. You're allowed to dislike it. Right. Just, Doesn't mean I dislike you. We live in America. Right. You have friends that, that dip. I, they do it right in my house. It's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. But we, I, have a, we have people that come over here. My brother does it. They come over here and sit and they spit in a freaking bottle. Like, is it okay if I chew? Ugh. And I'm like, probably not. But it, it's, You know Ange. what? It's appetite control for me. So if I really needed to lose weight or um, like I, you know, I probably would ask my friends, um, ask my friends that, uh, that chew to come over. Could you all come over and line up on a couch and chew and spit and I won't eat pretty much. But that's me. That's mine. What's yours, Jeff? People that don't return their carts to the grocery store. Whatever. <laughs> Someone said noisy eaters are the worst. Noisy eaters, I agree with you 100%. That's, yes. That's a good you one. Know what? You know here's what? Here's what's become a huge turnoff for me about people. People that are, how do I put it? I don't know. I think you just say it. I don't know how to say it. I don't, I'm trying to explain a we'll type of person. We'll start talking and we'll help you. People that are so self-centered. People that, you, that, like I run into this in the business world, that want to impress people, want to impress you so much that they're not, gen- they don't ask you about you. They don't talk to you oh. about you. All they do is talk about themselves. Center of the stage type people. And, and as, yes, and as soon as you, they, they may even ask, I, I hate this, because I, I can think of a person that does this all the time. They come to me, and to get a chance to talk, they ask me a question. And as soon as I start to answer that question, I look at them, because I know what they're freaking doing. Mm-hmm. They don't. They they might as well stuck something in their ears because they are sitting there with their eyes moving around. They're looking around. They're waiting for me to shut my mouth so they can start talking again. Right. And it drives me crazy. Not that I want to be the center of attention. I'm okay. But like, I mean, I've tried to make it a point. And my brother, like my brother's super good at this. He he always engages people and asks them about them. And he, he genuinely, Jonathan, Jonathan yeah. genuinely listens. Like he's so good at not talking about himself. You're right. He he wants to say, I mean, every I want anytime I talk to him, he just and I'm like, okay, man, what about you? Right. How are you doing? Like I'm done talking about me, and he keeps asking, how's Brooke? How's Kaylee? How's Nate? Is Kaylee still doing this? And I'm like, how'd you know she's going through that? Is is Nate doing okay? I'm like, you know, and it's it's so thoughtful. It makes you feel so good. Right. And then I think maybe I'm not doing that enough with right. people, but that's so a good one. People that are obviously have no interest in you really, mm-hmm. other than to maybe impress you or to use you for something they need. Yeah. Someone said, uh, "Shut up in the movie theater." I, I that is my thing too. Like when you go to the movies and you're talking in the movie, I, I that's a good one. 
Also, I don't like one-uppers. Ooh, one-uppers. I don't like one-uppers. Like when you're, you're telling them about something that, that you're going through, maybe that's hard on you, um, even if it's nothing really big, like, you know, I don't know what it would be. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. But then they one-up you. They're like, well, I know I had to do this, and it's like a one-upper. Or at least you didn't have to do this. I mean, I had to go through this. I mean, it, eh, Are you okay. trying to make me feel better? It might be a worse situation that you went through. But right now, you, I'm telling you about this. And, like, for you, I just do not like one-uppers. And I try really hard not to be that way. I'm sure I've done it, but I, we've I all, think we've yeah, all done we've it. All done it out but of I'm instinct. talking about a perpetual one-upper. A habitual one-upper. A habitual. That's the word I was looking for. A habitual one-upper. A habitual line crosser, as yes. Chappelle would say. Um, a habitual one-upper is, uh, we know some of those. Yeah. There's like, you. I tell stories just to get them to one-up me. <laughs> Honest to God, I make stuff up. Yeah. I make stuff up yeah. just to get them to to. To one up it, I'm like, yeah. Let's see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody said people who compete grief. That's right. Like you're so upset about something, but then oh, that's well, well put. I like that. Oh, you know, compete grief. Compete. I yeah. Like that. Know it alls. That's another one. Oh my gosh. Seriously, I I totally am feeling you on all of those for sure. Um, somebody else said when people are mean to restaurant servers. Um, yeah. we, that's funny. I I had a um. I had a guy who he told me how he interviewed people, and he said, "You know what? I tell I, I tell these guys. I said I, the guy I, I invite them out to dinner, and he said I invite them out to dinner. I say it's low key. We're not going to talk business. It's not an interview. It is an interview because we're getting to know each other. But I want to get to know you." And he said, "That's my real interview because he's he and it." It's funny because he said, I've had guys that treat waitresses and waiters. He said, that's how I decide whether I'm going to interview them a second time. That's good. He said, I watch how they interact with the waitresses and the waiters. And he said, if they are, if they treat, if he, if he treats them no matter what age or she treats them no matter what age, that they're less than him, I do not want him dealing with my clientele. Yeah. That's I don't good. want him dealing with my customer base. He said, I want my people to treat everybody, no matter what level, as though they are something. That yeah. they're, they're another person. That's, you know? that's really good. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. That and is He cool. goes out and he buys their dinner. And he said, there's a lot of times that I walk out and I'm like, this guy's trying to impress me by being a dick to yeah. the waiter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I thought that was that was That's, pretty cool. that is really good because you really would see a person's true character in a situation maybe like that because, yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, gosh, those are good. I'm trying to think of something else that turns me off. I don't, um, like I told you, a physical one. I told there's something else. I don't like just mustaches either. No offense. I'm offending a lot of people tonight. And there's some Why guy out offensive? there. There's some guy out there that has just a mustache and is chewing right now and he's like, Well shit. You know what I mean? He probably <laughs> says it just like that. No, I don't like just mustaches. I I, I don't know. I mean that's just like benign and stupid. We, we all like have. you guys are all talking about like these heavy like personality traits and I'm like, I don't like if they chew and I don't like if they have just a mustache. Other than that, we're good. No, we're well, not. We can get over it. <laughs> We've got um, a, uh, we've got a... Oh, negative people. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Oh, man. I, I, hate, I, saw... I can't stand that. What did I say today? What did I see today? There's a term for people. 
that love negativity even when they're happy. Well, there's some people who think that negative attention is better than no attention. You know what that, I mean? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what. Yeah, growing up, I was always told it's like they're 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 they mm-hmm. have no attention in their life. So yeah. that's why they're getting kicked out of school. That's yeah. why they're getting because they're human and they've got to get some attention. Yeah. So you're going to get some type of attention. Right. And you're going to find somebody that cares, even if it's the person putting you in the jail cell that's trying to talk you into being a better person. Right. You're getting some type of attention. Um, There's two good ones here. Um, People who use people. That is such a good, that's good. one. Um, it's one thing to need help and to accept help. But when that's all you do, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Here's a story. Um, it didn't happen to me, but one of my clients, um, there's there's these ladies that I train. They're two ladies. They're friends. They're best friends. They've been best friends since like middle school, I think. They train with me. And they were telling me the story of a mutual friend that they have. And this friend always presents herself. She's single. Always presents herself as in being in need, like hard up for money and like, I want to go on that trip with you guys, but I just don't have, I don't have the money right now. So they pay for her to go, but she never pays them back. Well, there was one trip that she said she didn't have enough money to go on. Get this. And uh, so they said, okay, we'll pay for your trip. We'll pay for your airline ticket. We'll pay for this. So they get there. They get to where they're going. Well, well, first of all, she says, do you mind to pay for my friend too? What? Yeah. They wouldn't do that. They said, no, we can't do that. Well, they, she should, the trip that's bought for her, plane ticket, everything. She shows up and what do they do? They go shopping. They go to the mall and they're thinking, well, we just paid for her. Um, we just paid for her plane ticket and everything. And like, we're, we're going to, we said we pay for her food and everything. So she's just like going to go to the mall with us. She started buying things like crazy, like $200 boots and purses. And they're like, what the what? Yeah. And they're still friends with her. They said they can't kick her out of the thing. Like, they've been friends since, like, middle school. They yeah, just can't. But, but at that point, you've got to say, as a group, you've right. got to say, hey, from now on, we don't pay for it. So these ladies' husbands are like, don't give her another dime. No. Right? Yeah. But they're just these. You don't, don't do what. it. You don't do it. You you I'm, you I'm call her out. You right. say, look, that's cool. You can go. Yes. Last time you went, you bought, you spent a thousand bucks at the freaking mall that would have right. paid for your trip you just can't do as much when you're right. there and they say that she, they say she does it all the time and then like but then yet she'll have she'll have new stuff all the time and like see, they, so I, mean, and, I, and i and i'm not the type of person to get in people's business until i start paying for it mm-hmm. and then i feel like i've got the right to say wait a minute well yeah you have a little bit of entitlement to say uh, stuff about it you know what i mean like i would never tell somebody how to spend their money i wouldn't tell somebody how to even if they ask i would have trouble being a person because I'm not good at right. it myself. Right. But if I get if I had if I had a ton of money and I was paying for people because they couldn't do it and then they freaking threw it in my face like yeah. that, I would I would have to say, look. Eh. That's like it's just like a it's like, to me that's like kind of like a form of a con artist, right? Like, it is, yeah. It's well it's taking advantage of people. Yeah. And that's um, sad. And you know what though, I was gonna say too, going along with the other what you were saying is not with this necessarily, but with people that I guess what was it? Take advantage or just want you to help them or want advice? Yeah. Like that type thing. I can't stand 
because I've had friends like this that want to better their life or they want to get out of a situation. Maybe they want to break off an affair or they want to do something. I get frustrated when you really don't, when you just want somebody to, to relieve you a little bit and you don't want to change your behavior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you come to me and you want me to be the guy to help you either, you know, like in your case, do do better, like change your body, like get in a better shape. But then they refuse to right. show up or to change their eating habits or to, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I get irritated when people want, say they want something, but they won't do what it takes to get it. Right. Even when they have the help to do it. Right. That bothers me. Right. I totally agree with you on that. Um, there's somebody says people who enjoy drama all the time listen. Thank goodness Jeff and I agree on this. Jeff and I are so anti-drama. As soon as drama enters the room, we both like want to scurry. I don't have time for drama. I'm 44, married, have four kids, my own business, and clients that I try to take care of. I don't have time for drama. At the at the one one drop of a hat drama, I, you're out of my life. Period. Point blank. I get rid of the negative. Get rid of the drama. I can't handle my kids when they start producing drama. I get on them so fast. Oh my gosh, I jump them. If I see them creating drama on TikTok or on on social media at all, because I see their social media, you don't know I how shut many that times down. We've shut them down. I mean, you just can't allow the drama in your life. There's no place for it. Not in my Cut life. It out. Cut it out. Not my Cut out life. the negative people and um, put out the drama. I don't care who it is. Yeah. So that's that's some things that... Because that um, stuff bleeds into you. Yeah. Um, anyway, bullying, yes, is another one. They just keep coming through. Bullies, just like I said today on my, on my live, grown adults can be bullies. You know, adults can bully adults. Kids can bully adults. Well, the guy was the guy the guy was trying to bully you today. Yeah. Oh, he was really trying to. And not like we talked about like this afternoon. It's it's like, and that's what you normally do. Is at the first sight of a negative person, you just delete them, man. You just you just block. And I should have done that today, but I felt like I know, but I felt like I needed my people to come on and attack a little bit. Um, He loved it. I I I, because they were kind of they were kind of barking at him, and I kind of needed him to have that. I felt, you know what I mean? I felt like they were my dragons because I really like Khaleesi. I do too. Um, and I felt like you all are my dragons today. And I was like, Drago, is that dragon? Drago's the guy that was banging her at the beginning. Gosh, I knew first. that was his name. Whatever the dragon's names are, I'm really bad with names. That's what I felt like you guys were for me today. I was like, fire, fire. I loved it. Anyway, um, but there's no place for bullying. Um, you know, our kids have gone through middle school and a couple of them have gotten bullied in, in different ways. And, you know, Nate's getting ready to start middle school. So as a mama, I'm a little bit uh, nervous because middle school is a, a hard time. And I just don't ha- I don't like bullies. And you know what? In middle school, I'm just going to be honest right now. I'm just going to tell you an honest to God story right now. In middle school, I was a brat. I was I was not the nicest person. I fell into this trap of being like trying to be popular and stuff with this group of people. That's and, normal. And um, I mean, it is normal, but it's not me. It's definitely not you. You know, um, I was never bullied, but I feel like that's, there was a point in my life for a hot minute that I, and I feel so bad for this guy that um, I really wish I could find him today and apologize because I wasn't very nice to him. Me and a couple of friends, we picked on him about something and we kind of got the whole school going on it. And I wasn't nice. 
Uh, I it wasn't, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good at all. So mean. It was. It was really, really mean. It was mean. I think there's a level of bullying um, that's needed for your development and, and character. I just, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel really bad about it. Even to this day, I mean, that was a long time ago. And if I could find him, I remember his name and everything. If I could find him, I seriously would just give him a big old bear hug and tell him I'm so, so sorry. He, he might not even think anything of it. No, nah, he probably killed himself but because stop he... it. <laughs> But it was just for a minute. By the time I got to high school, I was over it. It was like just a hot second I went through. Well, it's those hormonal um, stages. We blame it on the hormones. It's the hormonal stages. It's the middle school like middle confusion. school crazy girl thing that I I can talk about it. I freaking live with the people, so I'm allowed to talk about it. I don't care if I'm not a girl. I live with four women, <laughs> so I have seen it all, and I didn't want to see it. I was like, keep it from me. Right. I said that when my daughter was born, my first one, I said, she better be a really good girl or a really good liar. Because <laughs> as a dad, I just don't want to know. I know way too much. Oh, they tell us so much, though. But I'm okay now. Like, I'm yeah. I'm like, they're old enough to where yeah. I enjoy the closeness. Right. And it makes me cringe sometimes. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you do feel bad. I mean, if you did go through middle school and you went through a time where you maybe felt like you went through a mean spell, you know what I mean? But I think that's big of you to to to, to own up to it, though. Yeah, I mean, I own up to it. I mean, but it did not last long. It wasn't like I made it a habit. It's like I fell into this trap, right? And I think a lot of kids probably struggle with that. Like, they really, um, they uh, really don't want to be that way but they try to they fall into this group of people who are being that way so therefore they're sucked into it um but you still at the end of the day you have the you have a decision to do it or not and i and i went along with it and i shouldn't have so um yeah that's i did a lot of mean things but i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna own up to them or talk about it so oh really i think you should i owned up to being mean i think you should i'm kidding so anyway um mm. Those are good ones. I like that. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I too. think that, yeah, like somebody said on here, if when you're bullied, if you're bullied hardcore, it can destroy you up and into your adulthood, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. You on know? a on a on a big level, yeah, it can yeah. it can mess you up big yeah. time. I can imagine because I can't like I think about like um just like what happened today and what's happened before on social media where I felt like people were coming at me. I can't imagine. I'm an adult and it's hard to handle. I can imagine being of an age of middle school, high school, and having to deal with that. And what they have to deal with now with, with social social media and stuff, it's even more. It's even worse than when we were. You know what I mean? It's so much easier to bully people because you can get to them easier. So Yeah, social media is ugh, – that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I think – you know what I think is great, though, like for us and for our kids and for Nate to have – like they, they – we have a big family. So it's like when something's bad, it's like they get to come home to this haven of people that accept them. And, and as much and as big as school and those people are, and in, it's I had it because I was the oldest of four kids. And I had it, and I had a mother who told me I could do anything I wanted and that I was amazing like every day and talked me up. So it was People beat you up, but it's easier to recover when you have that positive enforcement in your life. Mm-hmm. I feel for people that are in a in a situation where the parents don't give them any any attention at all. Or validation. Or validation or 
encouragement. You know, it goes a long way to get a pat on the back or told you're special or good looking or handsome or beautiful from a parent. Uh, Or that no matter what's going on, especially in the awkward stages of life, right? right? Right. I look back and I was like, my mom was telling me positive things and I looked like that. Right. You know, when you look back at sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Mm Mm-hmm. After that, I was a stud. She didn't tell me anything. (laughs) But before then... Um, This one person said on here, sometimes it's just trying to have fun at the expense of one person more than really being mean. And I think in my situation, that's what it was. Uh, We fell into this way of, of, of... that's exactly what it was for me. I wasn't really mean, but we were we were having the fun at the expense of this poor kid. And that's but to me, looking <clears> back as an adult, that was uh, kind of a bully move. And if you're and if you're not the leader, you can always say, "Well, I didn't start it, so I'm not responsible." Right. Right. Exactly. And it so. kind of gives you that justification to just be. Yeah. Um, speaking of sweating, I'm sweating right now, and I'm sweating under my armpits. I sweat under my armpits. Listen, I should have told her today on there that I sweat under my armpits. You're up. I'm, I'm like, I, it's part of this is a shadow, but part of this is not. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to change my shirt. I don't know why I'm so hot tonight. I'm like sweaty. I need to go put shorts on and, a, and another shirt. Um, anyway, this has been good. I like this. Um, this is fun. Yeah, These interactive I, podcasts are good. Yeah, like you I guys like are it. bringing a lot to the table and I really like that. And I really appreciate all your input, all your questions. Um, and, and this was a good one. I liked it. We're going to do this more often. Like maybe once a week we do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Are we good? We're good. All right. Peace out. Later, y'all.